Welcome back, everybody. I'm Adam Hergenrother. This is Business Meets Spirituality, where we believe in personal growth through business success. Today, we're going to jump into, look, if you have energy in life, there are hardly anything or any obstacle that's out there that you can't tackle. Think about the times in your life where you're building something in business, you're pushing through something, and you just got a tremendous amount of energy. Like sometimes I heard people say like, man, I'm just knocking things out of the park today. And it's like your energy is there and you have so much energy that you're just knocking things out of the park. And so today I want to talk about how you maintain that level of energy and kind of walk you through a little bit of a day in the life of what I do um, to maintain a level of energy so that you can literally show up in the best form that you can show up in and solving all of the problems with the highest amount of energy. If you ever, whenever you have this abundance of energy that's inside you and a problem shows up, it's just like you just kind of bulldoze over it if you want like an example of that, right? However, on the other side, if you are sick or tired or mentally exhausted and like the slightest thing, like a worm shows up in your path trying to get to work. It's like, oh my God, there's a worm. I had to walk around it, right? It's like everything feels so difficult to kind of get through. And that's when like challenge after challenge can show up and it can kind of feel like there's just massive weights on your chest. And so your energy is really it's the most important thing that you can um, you can have in your life and really just unleash your energy so that you, uh, look, energy doesn't get tired itself. Energy in itself does not get tired. Um, and we'll talk a little bit later on in this episode, but energy can never get sick like your body can. It just gets dammed up or blocked off, which we'll talk about later on. But um, so energy is always there. It can't get sick. It flows like water. It can be frozen. Like water can be frozen. It can be dammed up like a dam, like a water can, preventing it to come through. But that's it. It's always there. It's always it's always there for you. Now, what I want to talk about today is the application of actually how to unleash the dammed up energy that's inside you. Because just to start people off, you know, have you ever been in a place where maybe you've been, maybe not clinically depressed, but you've just been down, your your energy's really low. Like you say, like, I feel hollow, like my heart feels low. And maybe it's, let's just talk about a relationship because most people listening to this have probably been in a relationship that didn't work out, right? And when it didn't work out, it's, you feel off, like it's hard to get through the day. You're just, it's it just, you just feel hollow. You just feel completely unwhole, right? And then all of a sudden, like your partner, the person that you were interested in calls you up and they say, oh my God, it's been a month. I don't know what I was thinking. I, I just can't be without you. How quickly, how quickly do you make that change from feeling that to this rush of energy coming in there and you're going, oh my God, they're coming over right now. Like you're just picking up your apartment or your house and you're taking a shower and you're getting all up. I mean, you just have this, you didn't drink anything. You didn't eat anything. You just literally just turned on this faucet of energy just comes bursting in there. You may not have even slept yet for days, but man, when all, that one phone call and it wasn't even like they were in front of you. They're just saying like, oh, I can't be with that. They just turned you on. What does it mean turned you on? It just opened yourself up. You opened your heart to a Allow the energy that has been dammed up, like a beaver has dammed up a water, all of a sudden the, the dam itself blew open and it just rushed inside you and you feel overwhelming the sense of joy, right? You did, Nothing mattered in that moment. It's just all, and then when they get there, it's just, and they're hugging you and loving you. It's like, you're just overwhelmed. You're overflowing. Your cup fills, right? It's just flowing out with this stuff. 15 minutes ago, <laughs> it was a completely different state right? It was a completely different state. You had shut off, you had dammed up. So just a trickle of energy was coming through. So I want to walk you through the three kind of levels, if you will, 
um, of, of energy and of awareness around this that I've kind of brought into my life. And, um, and I'll walk you through some of these things. The first kind of level, if you will, is just your level of awareness around energy. And this is starting off at kind of like the root place of what kind of food am I putting in? What kind of, how am I sleeping, right? How am I, you know, what, what does my diet look like? What does my exercise look like? Um, what am I feeding my mind? Things like books and podcasts, right? How am I feeding myself? Like what kind of level am I working at, right? And there's different levels there. The first one is just being aware of what am I putting in my body to be able to you know, to physically feel alive and energy. Um, it's kind of like that first level, if you will. You know, this can, the first level I'm, I'm talking about in a positive way, but you can also kind of have this awareness of how you can change your energy from, um, you know, if you come home and you you have a, you know, a routine of having a glass of wine, right? And, and you have a glass of wine to kind of change up your routine. By the way, you don't feel that pull to have the glass of wine at nine o'clock in the morning. You have the pull at six or seven o'clock at night because you've built this habit energy. And as you get closer to that habit energy, by the way, that pull becomes much stronger, doesn't it? It becomes actually much stronger to the point where you actually just can't even um, control it and you end up giving into it because the energy has overcome you because it's very strong. That's energy too. <laughs> That's why like the energy to you know eat out or eat bad, even though that you know eating this isn't healthy, there's an energy, so we're talking about energy, right? There's an energy that overcomes you that causes you to give in to certain things. We'll talk about that in the last phase about where that really energy comes from. But the first awareness is, is what am I putting in my body? What kind of food am I putting in? How am I generating my body? So it all helps kind of turn this virtuous cycle instead of a vicious cycle. The better the food, the better you sleep, the better you, you are, the more you're feeding your mind, right? All of these things are um, are the first kind of step enabling you to kind of allow your body to start being opened to more levels of energy that come in. If you've been eating pizza every day or junk food every day, which by the way, I can speak to this experience because for the first 16 years of my life, I did this. <laughs> I mean, I used food as an escape and I would use, and it just made me feel good because it was something I can control in a world where I was trying to be, I was completely out of control. Um, I would use food as this fuel source. And eventually I kind of went into more kind of recreational drugs um, in that process to kind of alter my state, um, which we can do with wine and, and marijuana and edibles and all that stuff or any, any drug that you have to just altering your current state of energy is really what it's doing. Um, so it's kind of understanding that awareness around that um, so for me, I used food as that for a long period of time and I ended up gaining, you know, I was a hundred pounds overweight. Um, I was, uh, and I could feel it. Like, it just, so when I went and started not eating, I remember like the McDonald's, it was like 99 cent Big Macs. <laughs> I would eat like four of those things a day. I look back and I'm like, oh my God, I, my body must have hated me at that point. Um, so it just, it, it just exasperates everything. I didn't sleep well. Then it just kind of put me in a bad mood because your energy dictates how you act, um, which we'll kind of get to that in the, in the next phase. Um, because all these things were kind of going in line, right? So when the first kind of thing to start shifting to a so place to start is how am I eating? How am I sleeping? And again, this is nothing new, but I'm going to, I want to talk to you in a different way about this that most people won't talk to you this way. So when you are, when you start switching that, you instantly feel better. It's kind of like people talk about, Hey, like I feel so much better not eating gluten. Well, the reason why you feel better 90% of people is because you're not eating junk anymore. <laughs> And so when you give up gluten, you've given up the junk food, which then is making you feel better because you're, you're allowing more energy naturally to come into you. Uh, so you're opening that self up. Now, there are some people that absolutely are 
actually allergic to gluten and, and have sensitivities and all those things to it. But the majority of us, we, the reason why we feel better is because we have stopped eating certain foods that just kind of poison our body, if you will. So then you kind of, you, you, you wake up and, and you realize this, that how I eat, how I feed my mind, am I listening to the news? So if you eat junk food and you start eating cleaner, you're going to feel healthier. You're going to have more energy. And that puts you on the path to the, the three different levels that we'll talk about here today. The second one is like, what are you feeding? Are you watching the news, Jerry Springer, right? And I don't really care what you're doing. I'm just talking about getting your energy flowing in the natural state. So when you're doing this is the more you go into, um, if you're watching the news all the time or you, you're addicted to a certain kind of, you know, uh, commercial or TV or entertainment that is nonstop, that is just kind of polluting your mind, right? You're going to have a, you're going to, it's going to dictate how you feel and how you feel when you say, how do I feel? All you're saying is, how's my energy right now? I want you to understand that when you say, how am I feeling? What you say, oh, I feel great. What you're really saying is the word great is just a, is a way of saying my energy is really high. When you say I'm not doing well, what you're saying is my energy is very low. So I just want to correlate those two together. This is why it's so important that you work at the root of all these things because your energy actually runs your entire life and I'll show you why. Um, so anyways, this first kind of step is just what can I start shifting towards to put myself on this path? And it's the same thing for me. So when I started doing this at 16, it was food, it was exercise, it was more sleep, it was started reading and writing out affirmations, by the way, when I was in high school, I, I went back and saw different yearbook things that I had written down recently. And I was like, man, I was using affirmations and all these things. And I was 16. Um, so anyways, so I started, you start feeding your mind better. You start eating better, start sleeping better. And it starts putting you down this path to really get to the level number two. So start there, by the way. What can I change in my life diet-wise? What can I change in my life physically? And you don't have to go do an Ironman, but can I start moving? Can I start exercising? Can I do yoga? Can I do some push-ups? It doesn't matter. What matters is that you're, you're using your body and you're creating a health. You're creating a, a place that is fostering and allowing more energy to be able to, you're kind of cleaning up the flow, if you will, to start your energy flowing better. Um, so that's kind of the first place and you'll start to feel how much better you feel when you clean some of these things up. By the way, that never ends. So you can do with food, you can do with exercise and sleep and, 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 you know, and even meditation, right? Meditation is a, is a way to, you know, kind of escape from you, from where you are and you can kind of get your energy flowing differently. All great things, by the way, but it's not the end all. That's just, these are part of the steps along the way. They're just, they're just, they're designed to keep you here long enough and on this path long enough until you can get through these different kind of awareness stages. So the first one is, is that that's kind of the level. So start with something there. Just when you hear this, and if you pause me now, just what am I going to change in my food? What am I going to change in my sleep? What am I going to change in my eating? And what am I going to change with what I'm listening to? Right? Like, what am I going to do? We all know those individuals who haven't, who have been eating poorly, haven't been exercising and, you know, have just feed their mind with the news and they just change one of those measures and they're just a different person. And the reason why a different person is because their energy is flowing different. That's why that's there. It's not like the exercise made them feel better because they had more energy. <laughs> so the energy is the essence of everything in your life. It's, it's all about the flow of the chi or the chakti or energy, whatever word makes sense to you. That's, you know, just this, just, it's just there. It comes up, right? You can't open your body up and see it, by the way. It's not like you can't open up your mind and say, you know, show me that memory of what it was like when I was seven. They don't exist there. They're in a different plane, but it's there and you know it, right? 
Um, and you don't need to be a you know, physicist or Albert Einstein to understand these things. When you're having a great day, your energy is high. When you're having a bad day, energy is low. And this can change every 15 minutes or every minute. And at some point you wake up and go, well, why is that? Isn't that just weird? My just get weird. This is weird in here. <laughs> so then you get kind of to phase number two, which is more of, it's more subtle, right? It, this is when, so when you start, you're just going to, I'm going to fast forward, assuming that you've started putting things in the play number one, right? And this may take years for you to really kind of go through number one. You start to get to level number two. You're still doing number one. You start moving into level number two, which is more about, okay, um, the more subtle energies that you may not be aware of. Um, and I'll talk about a few of these things. This is like, maybe you start succeeding at work or you start succeeding in your job, or you start getting attention for something that you're doing in sports, or maybe you're playing the piano, or maybe start people paying attention to you and you start to all of a sudden other people are now all of a sudden giving you energy. They're giving you energy. You're actually taking energy from them because you're not whole and complete. So therefore, when you get in their presence of somebody needing you, you start to feel their energy coming from them. They open up. Yes, you can get a transfusion of other people's energy. You can do this from, you know, even just even just striving to get a new job or to get this new car, or this new house or this promotion or, or, or you know, a, to have a child or whatever it is, just that hope and faith alone increases your energy. It increases it. it just starts to do this. But these are subtle ways. I'm not knocking any of this. I just want you to be aware of this so you can be in the driver's seat of how you're controlling your energy um, and how you're just letting it flow and just understanding the process of energy in itself. Um, so you start to see this kind of second level, if you will. Um, you see this a lot, even with your, with your, your kids. And I'm reminded this, I have three kids under eight and I, I can recognize when I go in there, they give me love. And all of a sudden I start feeling like it starts to feel this need though. This is this nagging need, right? It's like, you don't realize it, but when you're having a tough day, if you go in the presence of your dog or your child and all of a sudden they're giving you energy, why do you feel better? All of a sudden you're taking energy from them because you're not whole and complete. So these are the more subtle awarenesses of these things. You're actually going into a situation, going around people, getting energy from them to make you feel better. You're not, you're taking energy. The problem is and I, there's no denying the fact that that feels better. It just is. You, didn't, you don't have to, you don't have to be a, you don't have to take my word for it. Just go and go around people that love you, right? And, and, or dogs or anything or nature. You're taking energy from something because you're not complete, period. That's what starts to happen here. So the first step is you kind of start feeling the process and you start feeling a lot better and it puts you on your path. The second one is start, it's really, I call it second level. It's just a second level of awareness. It's a heightened level of awareness of where my energy is coming from. And this will take years, but you start recognizing that, man, I'm going, I'm putting myself in situations to get energy from people. I'm putting myself, I'm doing my actions, I'm doing things in order to only get energy. I'm not even doing it to do it. I'm doing it because I want to feel better, right? And I'm feeling better because I want to, because I'm not whole and complete. This is the need though. The problem with this is that when you start to have a dependency on these things, when they go away, you feel empty. And we all know this is, you know, and you're not going to like me when I talk about this, but like this is even relationships, close relationships, People get into relationships because they want needs met. 
and they come in here and it doesn't mean you don't serve anybody. I'm not saying that, but you go into a relationship and then all of a sudden when your needs aren't met, you shut off and you're like, well, this just isn't working out. They're not serving my needs. Well, that's not why you go into a relationship. That has actually nothing to do. Relationships have nothing to do with your energy. A relationship is where you come in and you share your energy. You don't take energy because you're already whole and complete and you're overflowing with energy and abundance and you share it here. Look, think about a time that you were madly in love, maybe the first couple of weeks, month or whatever it was. It didn't matter what anything else is going on. Where do you want to go? I don't care. Where do you want to go to move? I don't care. Do you want to stay in? I don't care. Where do you want to go? That? It doesn't matter. I just love being in your presence. Like you're just overflowing with this sense of energy. We call it love, right? It's just this, it's just the, the Chakti, you know, your Shakti, your flow, your Chi, your energy source, your love, whatever word is coming up so powerfully that it just overfills you. And there's not, there's nothing that an external world that matters because it's just coming up. How long does that last? How long does that last? Somebody tells you that, you know, you're, 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 you go to the next morning, you get away from them. All of a sudden, just being away from them, you're just, oh my God, I'm lonely. I'm on my, I'm on my job and I just can't think of them. But tonight, I will see them again and I can't wait. And tonight, you're lonely. You're thinking about tonight and all of a sudden, you're just, you're out of the present moment. You're just, you're now having a blocked energy. Then when you finally get home to see them, you're there and all of a sudden, they just, you just, it's like a, you just get hit with this drug again. You feel amazing to be around them again, right? You can't wait to run home and be by them and get next to them and feel that, that, the energy that they put into you, right? There's no difference. That's dependence, by the way. <laughs> that is a dependency, right? Just follow me for a second. Like there's, when we see somebody that says, hey, I'm feeling really low because I haven't done cocaine for a while, and all of a sudden they need to hit a cocaine, we say they're a drug addict. If we go and we say, I'm not doing okay at work, I need to go home to see my partner so I can get love from them, we say, that's amazing. Look how, look how, look at their relationship and and, and behind every man is a great woman, right? It's just the it, dependency is dependency. I'm not saying they don't be in a relationship. A relationship is where you show up. Like what? Imagine having a relationship where you just walked around of, of everywhere I go, I feel high. I feel excitement. I feel rainy days, sunny days. Every person I see, I see as my own child. I see this. I see growth. All of these things, everything is a relationship, that's a relationship or maybe you come into a relationship and you get married and you come into the relationship to share your energy, not to take energy, to share energy. And so that nobody's dependent on you. So if you need to go, you go. If you need to leave, you leave. If you go for the day or for a month, it doesn't matter because you're not needing them. You just come into it to share your energy. It doesn't mean you don't partake in all the things that marriages go on for, right? You can have kids, do whatever you want, have sex, all those things. It's fine, but you're not doing any of that to make yourself feel whole and complete. So this is the subtle differences of what, where your energy is coming from. So I just want you to be aware of this. And I'm, I'm trying to be as strong as possible because people don't just, they don't talk this way and it's only because they don't really understand where this energy is coming from. And so when, when you're doing it, you're, you're getting in relationships, you're doing the things and you, you start to wake up to this process of energy and you're realizing my entire life has been driven by how I feel right? And so if you wake up and if you've had a great day, how your interactions go with the rest of the world, you're feeling high. They're completely different conversations to if you're feeling low, you have a different conversation. You take a different action. So your entire life, you've been literally, you've been living the mind because when your energy is low, your mind goes, I know how to fix this because you've asked it to, by the way, and you're kind of reaches up and says, mind has been damned up. The energy's damned up and it can't be released. Right. And you go to your mind and you say, help me fix this. And you say, I know because you really like cars, man. If you go out there and you get a car, you're going to feel okay. And you go, yeah, I will. I know I will. 
I know I will. It's like, it's psychic, right? It's like literally, because then when you go get the car, you feel better for a moment. And then what happens a month later, two weeks later, you don't feel any good anymore. And you go, mind, I just not, I'm not feeling good anymore. Like this car is great, but now I need something more. And you go, I got it. Right. I got it. I know what you need now. You need a new house. You need a house. Yeah, that's what you need. That's what you need. And you go, yeah, I know. It's like, you go like, man, the mind is just so incredible. It's psychic. This is how psychic the mind is though. The mind goes, look, there's somebody pouring water on your head and the mind pours water on your head and you go, oh my God, you were so right. <laughs> it's literally, that's what's happening in your mind. Cause you're not okay. You then it's, it, it goes up into the mind and it says, mind, open me up for a second, right? Um, tell me what it is that I'm going to do. Because even the path of going to get the car or get the house or get the promotion or get the attention, that in itself creates energy, <laughs> right? So you create energy because the, the instant you feel, you can think about winning the lottery or the instant you feel about getting a new promotion, you feel, you open up. The mind goes, I'll open up. I'll let go of your neck a little bit and I'll let you breathe a little bit more, right? So you wake up to this process. This is the second level of energy. You wake up to this, right? Where you really start to understand how and where you've been getting your energy from you, and, and how and why it gets weird in there. Weird, good, weird, bad. It's still weird. It's still there. So you wake up, right? And you kind of get to this third level, which is you start to realize that your entire life that we've been discussing is all about the energy. It's all about your flow. It's all about how you feel energy-wise for it. So the most important thing in your life is actually getting this energy. So how do you get there, right? And this is, I'm just fast-forwarding so that people can go back and listen to this no matter what step you're at. You get the first step again. This was my first step too. Understand that. That it was all about food. I try to give that example. When I was overeating and I started eating healthy, man, I felt great. I was like, wow, this is the path. This is how to do it. I felt amazing because I never felt that before. Then you get, you know, you're just eating, sleeping, what you feed your mind, right? All these different things, meditate, all these things are amazing. They start putting you on this path and trajectory. You go in the right direction, right? Um, the, it, it, the second level is again, you start to watch the process. You really start to understand this process. And depending on how mature you are at this level, you're either going to say, well, you know, I don't know really what any, what Adam's talking about at all. And frankly, I just, even if it's for a moment, like I'm going to still go after that thing because it just gives me this juice of energy and it just gives me that thing. And you're, you're absolutely right, but you're, you're going about it wrong, right? It's like you are in a house and it's pouring rain outside and you go, you know what? Um, I'm going to run out. You're going to run outside in the pouring rain and you go, all right, now I'm going to get dry. And you go outside or you run outside and you're, you're soaked, right? And you go, okay, now I'm going to get a, put a coat on <laughs> and you put the coat on and you go, see, now I'm dry, right? Instead of first putting the coat on before you go outside, you run outside, you're all soaking wet. And then you try to put the coat on and you're just going to be soaked, right? It's just, you're, you're, you're doing it the wrong way is first you put the coat on, then you go outside, then you deal with life, those things. So you wake up and realize that, Okay. The second level is about awareness. You watch the process. This is what I want you to do in this step. Just really watch the process of where you get energy because then you start to realize like it's really weird in here. The, the energy flow is really different, right? Think about it this way. When you get to this third step, you start to see this as your body, right? Your body itself is incredibly smart. When it feels, when something is broke, like your your broke a bone, it sends pain signals, right? And so it signals you that says something's wrong with my leg, 
I need to get something wrong with my leg. And it's, and it's to the point where it's throbbing, it's pain. You then deal with the pain. You deal with where it is, right? It's like, it doesn't talk to you. It just signals to you and says, something's wrong with your leg, right? It's broken and it hurts, right? Something's wrong. I need to go fix this. You don't just pretend like, ah, you know what? It's just fine. I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to go, you know, find a, something. I'm just not going to deal with it. And I'm going to go marry somebody to carry me around, right? And, just, and that's how I'm going to deal with it, right? Um, well, that works to a degree. <laughs> it's the same thing of when you're going outside to get something, it works to a degree, but it's got a lot of cost um, to the benefit of that, um, like 7 million to one cost to like maybe one benefit. So you just, re, you re, your body sends all of these signals, right? You're just sending this. You get, your nose is running. You go, man, man, I'm about to get a tissue. Maybe I'm getting a cold, right? You just start, your body is smart. Then you wake up into your, your astro body, which is your energy field, right? It's, it's, it's the alignment of the soul and the body. It's, it actually goes back to Plato and, and the references to planets, but really your astral body, just think of it as like your energy field. Your energy field is the same way. There's the health of the body is all about the health of your energy. Even when I think physically, I think about how people say like, how do I want to be physically? I just want to have a ton of energy. I want to have a ton of energy, right? I want to have a ton of energy. That's the health. So the health of a human body or the health of the of you is all about how much energy you have flowing. That's when you feel amazing. That's when you feel love. I'm talking about love, joy, enthusiasm, excitement, all of those high states is your energy. Love is energy, right? It's just there. You don't know what color love is, right? You can't smell love, right? You can't smell energy. It's just there. It's just it's a different plane. It's just, it's your astral body just pouring into you. You feel it, right? So when you start to, um, so that body, by the way, when all of a sudden, if it starts to get blocked, it sends its own signals. Just like, I'm just following me. When you, when your physical body is hurt, it squeezes off things, it sends signals and you go and you fix it, right? Well, energy does not get sick or energy does not, there's never, there's never, um, a less amount of energy. It's always there. The same amount of energy, the same amount of life is always there. It's just dammed up. It's like a beaver creating a dam and you're on the other side trying to just put your mouth out of just this trickle, like this, you know, like a little, tiny little bit coming down the stream where it's just getting a little bit of moist on the other side because it's just there. And you're just sitting there just trying to drink from this little fountain instead of realizing I can open up the entire dam and just feel all of this come in. And so your body, your astral body is, is brilliant compared to your physical body. Your physical body is incredibly smart, right? Your liver is incredibly smart, but your brain's smarter. Your astral body is just so much smarter, your energy field, right? So you recognize this in, your, in the same way your body signals you. When your energy is not flowing at 100%, it sends its own signals and needs and wants desires and urges. This is what happens. It sends signals. It says, I'm not okay. It doesn't talk to you, right? It doesn't talk to you, but this is what it's signaling. It's saying, I'm being blocked somewhere. I can feel my energy isn't flowing that way and sending a signal. Then you're, it's almost like it reaches up and grabs into the mind and you ask the mind what's wrong. And the mind goes, I know what's wrong. I know how to fix this because it's just a computer. Your mind's not to blame right? It's not the blame. You're asking the mind to fix you. And then it, you're actually, it's the, it's the epitome of self-fulfilling prophecy. It's like the epitome of this. Um, so you, you, this energy flows up and it's sending signals saying I'm blocked, I'm blocked, I'm blocked. 
unblock me so I can just, so you can get back to an optimal health. Just like you saying, fix my leg. It's broken. It's broken. It's broken. Put it in there, fix it. So we can get back to optimal health. Your astro body, your energy field is doing the exact same thing. We just don't recognize it as that because we're, we just haven't woken up to the process to see this, what's happening. We haven't exposed ourselves to the truth of this. So then when you actually do, you start to realize like, oh, okay, it is signaling. Then as you enter into this phase, right, you start to watch the process happen. You're watching it unfold and you realize, okay, wow, my energy got really funky there, got really weird, right? And that can be good or bad. Wow. It's like, you know, you, you drive, you're walking the other day, right? I'll give you this example. I'm in walking into, I'm riding my bikes with my three kids. We get off and my friend shows up in a brand new car. And instantly I saw my friend driving it. He was like four feet away from me. He parked and instantly I could feel my energy get weird. It's like, wow, you like trucks too. This is my mindset. Wow, you like trucks. Maybe you should probably go buy that. And I can afford it. I can go pay cash for it. You can go buy that truck. You should go buy that truck. And instantly I just recognized and I said, that's so weird. (laughs) I'm just walking with my kids and somebody drives up and all of a sudden I get this urge that says, I now need to go buy a truck because somebody else had one. And I just watched it and then it just went away. It just goes away. And that's part of the, the phase. It just goes away because it's, you don't, you don't need it. It's just basically a signal that says you're still blocked. Understand that you're blocking. So then it shows up and you get to work on it. As you let it go, you start unblocking yourself more and more and more until you one day you, you wake up in this final phase. You realize that you don't need any preferences. There's no desires. There's no needs. That's not cold. It doesn't mean that you don't live life. It doesn't mean you don't go out there and have relationships and build businesses. Nothing to do with that. Your business has nothing, should have nothing to do with your energy. If you're 100% whole and complete, you do build the businesses all you want and you can have success and challenges and growth and, and failures and all those things, but it never affects who you are. You can have the car, you can have the new truck, you can have all of these things, but you don't need any of it. I mean, really go back to that time that you were super, when you were incredibly in love and that just, just overcoming. You didn't need a car. You didn't need a vacation. You didn't need a child. You didn't need a dog. You didn't need any of that to feel 100% complete. That, by the way, is a fraction of how you can feel when you get to these final stages. When you start, it's a fraction of the energy that can come up inside you. That's already there. And you, you, you can feel it. We feel this every single day. I just want you to be aware of your energy and how it runs your life. So until you, then when you start watching the process, you realize you can wake up to all this and you just start watching it more and more. It doesn't mean that your, your mind, your energy fields aren't going to change. It's nature. It's the, it's the physical experience, but you're no longer becoming involved in it. So your mind doesn't need to get involved. This is the secret to this. And secret is the wrong word. It's just, it's, this is the truth. <laughs> You only go to your mind because you're blocked. You go to your mind to help fix you, to unblock you, to give you more energy. But if you're already whole and complete, you don't longer need to go to the mind. Then you use your mind for the analytical mind that it's designed for to do long table multiplication, to write out a strategic plan, to be creative in your words, like in stories that I'm using now to, as pointers for this podcast. You, you use your mind for all the ways it was intended to be used, just like you use a car for its intended purposes. So when you do this, you wake up to realize that I don't need anything. All of these things will happen. The only reason why you need something, that urge to need something or that the nagging needs, Yogananda is a very, he's a brilliant, enlightened human being and he talks a lot about nagging needs and just in how people needed these things and, and it's just an urge that comes up for your body telling you that your energy is blocked. Because if, just, if I could just get you to go back to any type that you felt an amazing, overwhelming sense of high, you don't need anything. 
It's only when you start feeling a lacking that you feel you need something. Then all of a sudden in business, you no longer need to be better than your buddy. You no longer need to be jealous of these things. The only reason why you need to, to go and, and be better than them is because you're not whole and complete. It doesn't mean you don't, or maybe you do, or maybe you don't. It doesn't matter because you don't need any of that, but you're not doing it to be better than them to make yourself feel better. You're then doing it and you're supportive of them. You know, that's building relationships and you're in a relationship with every day. Oh my God, you, you achieved that success, man. You just, that's amazing. How would walking around to being a blessing to people in business world for the success that they're having, instead of looking at it and being jealous or frustrated or resentful and all of these things, which most, a lot of business owners do now, if they're in a separate field, particularly it's among your peers, right? That's the strongest one, isn't it? Where you, you see your peers and you grew up with them and you see them succeeding. Now it could be somebody across the globe that you don't know in, in some foreign country that achieves success and you go, wow, that's really cool. They don't really bother you. You don't have to go out there and get all excited, but man, it's like your best friend or really close person. They start succeeding past you. That triggers you, doesn't it? Right? Why? Right? Because you're now comparing. You're not jealous because you're saying, well, if they're ahead of me, then I am not whole and complete. And therefore I'm closing my energy even more and more, which makes me even more angry, which more resentful and more jealousy. Then I can't have a relationship with them. Then the only time you're going into them is, is to get something from them. Instead of truly being happy for them, people want to build these meaningful relationships with people, but you can't build a meaningful relationship until you build a meaningful relationship with yourself, which means getting your energy under control which means that you open your energy up. And as this opens, as you are being fed from within, which you are, by the way, every feeling that you ever had is, does not come from the outside, right? It comes from inside. It comes from inside. You put your inner world together first, right? As you, as you put your coat on before you go out in the rain, right? So as you build this together, you start to wake up to beyond um, this needing and preference, right? The, the Zen patriarch, the third patriarch of Zen, um, the opening line says everything we've been discussing here. It says the great way is not difficult for those who've not attached themselves to preferences. When not attached to love or hate, all is clear and undisguised. Separate by the smallest amount, however, and you are as far from it as heaven is from earth. The great way is not difficult for those who not attach themselves to preferences. When not attached to love or hate, all is clear and undisguised. You see the truth about life. But separate this in the smallest amount, however, and you are as far from heaven as it is from earth. And it's, I mean, that's a man who knows what he's talking about, right? I mean, that's literally what we've been discussing here is that when you have preferences from this, you then are going into, um, you're, you're now allowing your energy to be coming up or being restricted by what you get. So when you get to the third level of this, you basically start to understand that um, I've, I've woken up to this. I see this process. I don't want to do this. It doesn't mean it's going to happen at once. It takes years and years and years of work um, to do this. But this is ultimately, if you want to be free, if you want to have full liberation, if you want to have the unlimited energy, I mean, I, I was sharing with Caitlin before I even got on this thing. Majority of nights, I can't sleep and not in a bad way. I just have energy that just, I'm just up. I'm just up and I'm up early and I just, I don't have trouble, you know, having, it's not like I'm not sleeping because I'm not active. I mean, I run, I mean, every morning. So if you look at the first phase of this, I'm exercising for an hour or two. I'm meditating for, you know, I'm meditating with TM at least 40 minutes and I do other forms of meditation throughout the day for probably an hour. Um, I eat really well, uh, mostly plant-based, right? I, I, sleep when I need to sleep, right? And you just do these different things. And then you feed your mind with, with positive podcasts and, and books and all of those things that you need to do to keep growing that. And then 
I'm also watching the second level. I'm watching, you know, where, why don't I walk into my kids? I feel better, right? I'm, I'm getting energy. How come I'm just not whole and complete already? That's what I'm getting at. It's like, you don't need any of that. It doesn't mean you don't go into all any of that, that you don't have that. You just, I'm just watching my own energy to these different things. So then you show up with a ton of energy at work. You can solve problems. You can give to people. You're not trying to get something. You're not trying to manipulate anybody. You're not trying to be jealous of somebody and you can just freely give like a flower opens up in the morning. It doesn't see itself as serving. It just sees itself as opening up, right? And most of us are coming in and, and seeing ourselves of opening up only to get something so I can feel whole and complete, which then you get to the, sec- the third level is when you start to realize that the flow of energy is everything in life. As everything starts to come up, I'm having great days and I have great conversations. If I'm not doing good, then I have, I have tough conversations. I mean, tell me the last time that you feel an overwhelming sense of amazing, high joy. And then all of a sudden the thought came in as, man, this sucks. <laughs> it just doesn't happen because your mind doesn't need to go there. You only start going to your mind when you're not okay. And you go to your mind and say, fix me, right? And then it starts telling you what it is that you like. And by the way, a little clue along the way here, the more your mind figures out what you like and dislike, the further you're, you're running east further looking for a sunset because it just, it knows now what to do. It's just a computer program, right? It's just like a, it just starts to ingrain the pattern much more. And that's why you repeat almost the same pattern in relationships, in business, in money, because it finds out where it can, can start to give you energy. And that's what it does. It starts to give you energy in these things only for a short period of time because you know this, right? Somebody giving you something material, somebody telling you you love them for the first time, it lasts, but for how long? For how long? What if that could just, what if that was your natural state? That's not even a high, that's just like your natural human being is supposed to feel those states at all times. You certainly can and you can get there, but the ego will tell you that you can't. It's just not true, but the ego will tell you that you can't and that you need to go get these things, right? And so work on these in these phases, the first level, the second level, and the third level. And just today, if you got through all of this, congratulations. Just if you listen to this and you just start to watch, why is it that all of a sudden my energy changes? And as my energy changes, my thoughts change, right? And so you realize it's there's signals, like we talked about before, that your astral body, your energy body is telling you you're blocking yourself, open up open up. That's why I love the line. I have it on my future self, by the way, which you can go create your own future self at adamhergenrother.com forward slash future to learn about it. But I have it on there. It says, never close your heart. It's one of the lines that I always read every morning is never close your heart. It just means that you're constantly keeping yourself open. Not like you're asking you to lift 600 pounds above your head. Just asking you to not open, not close your heart. An interesting thing is, is that the majority of things that are happening in life, your actually mind doesn't care about. It's, it's, there's the, the, the material of things, the universe of things that are happening around there have very limited things that you just don't care about. You don't care about the fact that the wind blew on Saturn this morning or that the polar ice caps and Mars were transitioning or that a bird built a bird's nest in Africa or that, you know, a, a subway was three minutes late in China. It didn't bother you. All these things are happening. You just, just didn't bother you. It's not cold. It just didn't bother you <laughs> yet. There's like five or six things, handful of things that, Man, if they don't happen or they do happen, they bother you. They trigger you and they run your life. That's why understanding energy and where it can go. So if you want unlimited energy, you want to feel that. That's not reserved for the Buddha or anybody else. It's there within you. And you know it because you can, you've had a lot of experience in your life where it's turned on 
where he just opens up and nothing, it wasn't like you drank caffeine or somebody injected you with a needle, right? When somebody got on the phone and told you that you loved them, like there wasn't like a transfusion of something there. It just turned you on. You opened yourself up. So if you want the energy that you're looking for, you open yourself up. You open yourself up to these phases. You open yourself up to the process. You become aware of these things first. You start exactly the process that we laid out here today. And as you do that, you will fall deeper and deeper until one day you realize that all of your, all of the, you, your consciousness that you've, you, you can put on things because you can take your consciousness like a laser beam or a flashlight in the pitch black and put it on stuff. And you've just been putting it on the mind and telling you to fix it. When you no longer need your mind, it then actually rotates and starts putting it back on you. That's when the energy really opens up. And you start to get a taste of that and you go, wow, that's really deep. That's why people say you go beyond it. It's just move, you're just taking your energy, your will, and putting it back on you. And then as you do that, you start to retire states. You start to expand. And then all of the, the different variations of energy can occur, but you're no longer being pulled, right? If you're not being, in the morning when you wake up, you're not pulled to drink wine or to eat, you know, chocolate most of the time, right? You're not pulled to do it, so you don't do it. At night, you're all of a sudden pulled to do it, so you do it. But if the pull isn't there, then you just don't go there, <laughs> right? It's as simple as I can say. It's just now your energy is filled with you and you're filling yourself. You're feeding yourself from within. Then it's overwhelming and it comes out and then you're just out and you're just a beautiful being in the world. Then you, the relationship you create, everybody you see, you ever wonder why like the Buddha and Jesus Christ or any of these people never had partners, like intimate partners. <laughs> like I'm sure maybe they were intimate, but I just mean like they didn't have like, they weren't married because they went around a marriage or not married. They, it wasn't going to change their state. I'm not saying don't get married by any means at all. I'm just saying that look at the people that have walked that we honor so much, how they acted as their state of being. They're filled so much up there. They didn't need any of those other things. They didn't have the cars. They didn't have those things. They they didn't need it. They didn't need those things because they're already filled. So you just realize your energy has been controlling how you think because the energy flows when it's not flowing, it gets blocked. And when the more it's blocked, your mind goes, I know how to unblock you. I know how to unblock you. (laughs) And you listen to it because you've now put the power of life into it. And then you act on that behalf. That's why when people say you're unconscious, this is what it means. It means you're unconscious because if there's other things that are controlling your actions, even though you think you're in control of it, because you've now fallen to the trap of the illusion of the, of the mind and the energy kind of ties it. Your energy or your mind is not to blame. It's your energy is trying to signal you and your mind's trying to help you and you're just going to it. It doesn't know any different. So you wake up to all this and you start to become aware of this and you realize, I don't, I want to get off this hamster wheel, right? If there's two hamsters that are running there and it's going, it's like, man, I'm I'm going, I'm going fast. I'm going fast. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. And all of a sudden you get off and the hamster's going, man, I can't believe you got off. You're going to be left behind. You're not going to do this. You're going to be left over there. And you go, man, I've been running this thing forever. I've seen through that. I don't need to run on that anymore. You keep going. Like I'm going, I'm going. It's just spinning around. It's what we do in our lives. We're doing the same process over and over again. We just can't recognize it because we haven't separated ourselves from this process enough. As we separate ourselves from this process, we begin to have a larger perspective on what's happening. As you gain a larger perspective, you can see it as clear as day. It just starts to show up and you go, oh, that's it. That's why I'm doing that. And then you just watch the process. Then over time, again, you no longer need, you don't need anything. It doesn't mean you don't have anything. I'm not saying that. You don't, it doesn't mean you don't need anything. It just means at this point, You've realized that there's nothing out there that's going to make me feel any higher, the higher states out there that I'm feeling inside right now. And I'm just stuck there. But it takes a long period of time 
to be in that state for you to permanently be there, right? And it's just an incredible, it's just kind of the path that's laid out for this. So let's go back and just, let's, where to start today, check your food, check your health, check your sleep. What are you feeding your mind, right? Are you going to wine or edibles or drinks or other drugs or addictions that you're dependent on to change your energy state, right? Are you doing that, right? Even meditation. I meditate. I'm saying that. It's not bad. I just want you to understand consciously choosing, right? I mean, there's some times where you have this energy that's so up in there that's coming up that you it you need to, you might need to suppress it a little bit. Just be mature. And suppressing is a bad thing. But if you're going to hit somebody ahead of the frying pan, it's probably better to suppress that for a second than consciously choose to go for a run, go yell, go journal, go do something, whatever you need to do. And that's where the exercise come in. It's your, you're giving your outlet of an energy until you can actually put it back on you. And so you're kind of walking through these different phases of that. Second level is, again, watching where you, the more subtle things, like why am I in this relationship? Why do I feel better around this person? You're not questioning it because it's cold. You're questioning because I want to, don't you want to know why your energy changes? Don't you just, it's just a, many people don't ever ask that question. And the third level, again, is you start to become aware of all of this and you realize that you're a whole and complete in there. You don't need anything outside ever to do this. And you end up going further and you just take your consciousness from needing things because it doesn't need it anymore so there's when your body is healthy there's no pain in your body right you're not saying like your leg's broken it's now healed you don't go and to the doctor to get a cast on your leg right so you just don't need it and again there's the the universe of things is showing us every day there's so many things that are happening around us that you just don't care about and you live throughout your day you get rid of the handful of things that you actually care about and have preference for need and desire as you let go of those things, you take your energy away from putting it on those things to make sure that you're holding it all. This is what people do. You hold it all together. You're trying to hold it. I can't go anywhere. I can't go to God. I can't go to this. I can't go to smile. I am holding it all together. I need to stay here and hold it together. What are you holding together? What are you trying to hold together? You're trying to hold it together. That's an illusion of what you're trying to do there. So you just wake up and realize, I don't need to hold anything together. Life pedals this. I don't make the sun come up or any of the things, I didn't put my intelligence in my mind, I didn't create my arm, right? Those things are there. They're created by the universe. So we have to understand, it's not about aggressively attacking these things. It's a relaxed application of power. And the more you relax, the more you release, the clearer everything becomes, and that's your path. And as you, as you walk that, you'll have a sense of unlimited energy that comes in there, and you can take that energy and then do whatever you want with it. It just becomes amazing because you're sharing every just ton of energy that comes in there. Nobody has the right to dumb up your state of energy, ever. And so, and, and so you don't need it. Nobody has the right to dumb it up because when you're whole and complete, people can say whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. It doesn't change who you are. It doesn't change your state because nothing real can ever be threatened. Nothing real can ever be threatened. And when you realize that and you realize that statement, then you realize you just go and your energy is there. So, all right. I think we've talked about enough for today. Those are your three phases that you walk yourself through. Start with one and just, just be aware of this. If you get anything from it, just start with the process of, of what you're putting in your body, where you're sleeping, what you're doing, how that unfolds, and then just start to become aware of the different shifts of energy throughout your day. Just watch it. Watch when something happens, how it opens up, and watch how something doesn't, you close. So people say, like, I've, I've, my heart dropped. Your heart physically didn't go anywhere. <laughs> Heart's in the same place. What you're saying is I close my energy off. You've damned your energy up. Every time an urge or desire or need shows up, 
Remember, not the need that I need to eat and drink and water and air. Like you can have those things. People sometimes they say like, you know, those are needs. You can have those needs. I'm just, we're way beyond that. You need to not eat so much, right? So it's just, it's, it's focusing on watching these things. As we watch these things, the process will unfold itself for us. And then we actually start to see it clear to be able to experience because words, lessons, books can only take you so far. And you have to be able to experience and witness this for yourself. And as you do, you start to gain a taste for how much less that you, how much more is there of life that you're just not seeing right now. And that's the state that we all want to get to. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. I want to let you know about a tool that I love using. It's a tool that I've been using in my life for eight years or so, which is called your daily future self. Um, essentially how it works is there's six different categories of your life, social, physical, professional, spiritual, family, and financial, that if you don't take and set a direction for, um, they just kind of just leak into your life and you end up just taking in other people's answers or don't really take direction of your own life. So we've created this really cool tool called your daily future self to help create your own roadmap towards achieving your goals, really just taking a direction for your life instead of just drifting down the river. So here's what you want to do. Head over to our website, adamhergenrother.com forward slash future and put in the goals that you have for yourself. The really neat thing is this can be uh, very lengthy, it can be very short. There's no wrong way to start this process. The cool thing is we're going to email you your goals every single day. So no matter what your morning routine is, we're going to be emailing it to you. So it shows up in your inbox, forcing you to have to look at this. Um, and it's, I used to carry mine around forever. I still actually have the piece of paper and I'd forget it sometimes and skip a day. And this way, um, this has been such a great tool that it's being emailed directly to you. So you can't miss it. <laughs> uh, it's there and it just keeps you on point and in the direction that you need to continue to take your life. We're also going to be including motivational notes and videos to help keep you laser focused on your goals. And look, if you just want the motivational content, you can enter your name and email and we'll send you that information anyways. And you can always update your future self uh, later on. So head on over to adamhergenrother.com forward slash future to enter your goals and be sure to send us an email or tag us on social when you start hitting your goals. Thanks so much for listening.